Talk to me now. The Delilahs of this world. Today we'll be bringing the series to a close by dealing with, and, and it's so fitting that we are celebrating Father's Day because it makes it even more relevant that we deal with it, this particular group of people. And these are the Balaams of this world. Somebody say the Balaams of this world. Some people will say Balaam, some people say Balaam. Depends on the school you attended and who your kindergarten teacher was. Are you with me now? Now, many of us, even as I said, Balaam, are not too sure who I'm talking about, or even if they have seen this person in scripture before. But the story you all remember is the donkey that began to speak in the bible how many of you are familiar with that story there was a donkey somebody was sitting on the donkey um there was an angel on the path you know some of you can recall this or recollect this from my book my book of bible stories an angel somewhere the donkey didn't want to go the master was lashing this donkey and the donkey began to speak so 
the person that was sitting on the donkey is who you call Balaam. And his story can be found in the book of Numbers chapter 22 and chapter 23. So please take that down. When you go, you read that portion of scripture in there and familiarize yourself with what the text has to say. But essentially, when the children of Israel were leaving Egypt and God was taking them to the promised land, they come to a place where they destroy the Amorites and they are done with them and keep moving. Now, when the king of Moab saw what they, what they had done to the Amorites, the Bible says, Numbers chapter 22, verse 3. Also, please read it for me. Numbers 22, 3. And Moab was so afraid of the people because they were many. And Moab was distressed because of the children right. of Israel. So Moab as a nation, they were afraid. Number one, number two, they were distressed because they had seen the number, sheer numbers of the people of Israel and they were scared. And the king of Moab, whose name is Balak, somebody say Balak. I can't hear you shout Balak. Now Balak goes to a man, a diviner, a sorcerer, a prophet, whatever you want to call him. And he said, I, I am coming up against a group of people. It looks like they are too strong for me. I want you to come and curse them, place a curse on them so that they wouldn't be able to do to me what they have successfully done to the Amorites. And that was Balaam's assignment as far as Balak was concerned. He was a prophet for sale, a prophet for hire. Number one characteristic of Balaam's is that they are for sale and they are for hire. Many pastors, many prophets, many men of God fall into the category of Balaam because they are for sale. Maybe by the time I'm done, you understand why there are many people who are offended and they are hurt out of church. And many people don't want to have anything to do with church because some of them fell in the hands of the Balaams of this world and they have never been able to recover from it. Somebody said Balaam. So he went to Balaam and said, these people are too mighty. Come and place a curse on them. He said, I would, I would do you fine. I will give you money. I will give you this. I'll give you that. And the truth of the matter is that the systems of this world are programmed in a way that even somebody who is called by God, if you don't properly align yourself and stay on guard, People or the systems can make you a prophet for sale or a prophet for hire. In my work with God, I have had people come to me many times. I remember one day somebody came to me and said, there's a, a, a young girl living with me. And um, I think the young girl is a witch. What do you think? I want you to look into it. I think she's a witch. Her only reason for coming to me was to confirm what she herself is thinking. She wants me to confirm for her that when they come, tell them that she's a witch. Am I going somewhere at all this one? There are others, other scenarios I have been in where people would want to use you to say what they want to say to other people. And there are many balams in this world who have fallen as a consequence 
of being schemed and being pressured and being hired look there are people who will tell you what you want to hear so they can take what is in your pocket and the bible says the people of moab were afraid the first platform upon which the balaam operates is the platform of fear because once fear enters into a space people stop thinking rationally stop thinking logically stop thinking properly I remember one prophet I know somebody did something to him many years ago when he was a young man he wasn't even a prophet yet um, he was helping he went with this woman and the, and the child the, the woman's child was going to school at UCC and apparently her room was on the top floor or last level of a certain building and when they got there the woman made him carry the, the daughter's things and carried it all the way to the top, came back, carried the next one all the way to the top, came back, carried the next one. And so he had put it in his heart, this, this woman, one day I'll get her for this punishment. One day the woman had a dream. This is a real life story I'm telling you. In fact, if the person hears this message, the person will know I'm talking about him. One day the woman had a dream. One day, a dream like all of us have, have dreams. And in the dream, maybe something was chasing this woman. And she went to tell this now prophet. And the prophet said, this thing that you have dreamt, there's a solution, there's a pine You need to, you see the stone behind your house. You need to carry it and go around your house seven times. The woman I'm talking about is over 60 years. The woman carried the stone going around the house one going around the house seven times and dropped and said it had nothing to do with the devil but through fear the prophet has been able to get the person to do what they want one day somebody came to me and said how come you never when you're a prophet you don't talk about demons and which is how many of you have asked yourself that question before demons it's like you don't talk about witches like um if i talk about a witch what would it do for you the only thing it will do is to put fear in your heart and fear in your mind when a man is afraid he stops thinking to do anything that is why one of the greatest weapons that is employed on the children of god by the balance of this world is death because people are afraid to die when they look at you and say i see i'm coming to die say, hey they want to kill me because maybe last night you had a certain dream already and the dream you saw your dead mother and because of that what he's saying tallies with what you dreamt immediately you are looking for a way out of the dream and balam says you need to um, sow a seed of 50,000 cities, otherwise you die. And you see God's children, people who are supposed to know the word of God, running around looking for a way to buy life with 50,000 cities. By the time I'm done this morning, I will offend a lot of people. But can I, can I offend you? I told you it's Father's Day. Fathers can say whatever they want. Amen. One day, somebody came to me I was working those days 
And when the person came, I had preached a certain message. And after preaching, the person said, no, Apostle, I need to see you. He came, out, he came to my office, went for lunch. And then he said, um, this message you've, you've, you've preached has reminded me of something. Somebody came to me to tell me he had seen that I was going to die. And God said I should pay 15,000 CDs. This is about six years issue, I'm telling you now. Six years ago. And the man said, I don't have 15,000, I have 13,000. Prophet said, God will take it. God will take it. And he went to pay. So after I preached the message, he came to see me to tell me what he had done and how the thing has pained him. And how he had just gone to waste 13,000 cities in a way, in a bed, in a hope to buy life. And whilst he was speaking to me, I was, um, I wanted to insult him in my head. God knows. Because me that I am sitting in front of you, that I have been preaching to you, haven't given me 1,000 cities before. Because they told you are going to die. I'm going to give 13,000 cities. What are you talking about? That is the reason why people will buy oils. Green oil, blue oil, yellow oil, Israel oil, Egypt oil, overturning oil. If you go to somebody's room, the Bible is hidden, but the oils are displayed. The, the, where they do their makeup, they have the different oils, business oil, family oil, this oil. It's like, are you an oil dealer? <laughs> Dubai for Rada. Are you an oil dealer? But the balance of this one, the Bible says now, so if we look at this scripture, whilst we continue, I want you to listen now, listen carefully. Verse 7 of Numbers 22. And the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian mm -hmm. departed with so, their so the elders of Moab and the elders of Midian we're going to see this prophet what did they do they departed with the rewards of divination in uh -huh. their hand they parted with what they call the rewards of divination aka consultation fee mm. and they came unto Balaam mm -hmm. and spake unto him okay. the words of now, Balak verse um, 6 verse 17 sorry so they, they went with consultation to Balaam. Verse mm. 17. For I will promote thee I will, unto this very This is Balaam great speaking Anna. to Balaam. I will promote you to great honor. And I will do whatsoever thou sayest unto me. I will do me. whatever you say. Come therefore, I pray thee, curse me the Come people. and curse these people. They brought things, enticing things, honor, money, whatever. Come and curse them for me. One day, one of my sons went somewhere. Prophet was ministering. And I said, you, I want to see you after church. Then he went to see him. Prophet spoke, 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 and then came to the junction. He said, what car do you drive? My son said, I drive so, so, so car. He said, huh, God said you should show that car. Uh huh, God said you should show the balance of this world. See, the truth of the matter is that many and spiritual Christians actually love the balance of this world. Because instead of growing in God for themselves, instead of finding God for themselves, 
instead of looking for God and building themselves up spiritually, they are just looking for an easy way out for everything in life. If they brush their teeth and want it, it came out. They won't go to a dentist, they'll go to Bala. Can I go there at all? Listen, not every dream has a spiritual interpretation. Some dreams you overate, that's all. There are some dreams, it was as a consequence of what you were thinking about before you dreamt, before you went to bed, yes. So it's a product of your own thought process. You need to understand that as much as the life or the realm of the spirit is real, you are also a physical being and there is an interconnection between the, that which is spiritual and that which is physical. So not everything has spiritual connotations. There are some of you, you are where you are because you are lazy. Full stop. It's not a demon. Even if we bath you with oil, you will remain there. Because scripture has said in Proverbs that he that is lazy can't rise. And the word of God is a principle such that no matter what you do, you can't go against that word. Otherwise, God will start being a liar, which he is not. Am I talking to someone? The balance of this world are for hire, they are for rent. See, a, a, a man like this one, who is struggling to find a woman to marry? See, a man like this one. <laughs> uh, but are you not struggling? Maybe I'm helping you. So look at the beautiful women in church. Let me, let, me, let me help you. Today is Father's Day for you. A man like this one. If he, it is not that he is spiritual. You know what you come and do? You come and see Papa. You see that lady there? I like that lady. And then Balaam too say, okay, that's what I'm going to do. Get up for me. God opened my eyes and I saw your wife in the spirit. I saw your husband in the spirit. Come after check. I'll show you. This is your husband. God said. God said. God showed me five years. And you see, how many of you don't believe that I'm a prophet? How many of you believe that I'm a prophet? Let me start from there. If I tell, if I tell you that right now, you are believing. Even if I'm lying to you, you are good. So Balaam will convince you to marry who God hasn't sent you to marry. Because they manipulate your fear and manipulate you to bring you to a place they want to bring you to. Am I talking to somebody now? Look at somebody say, run away from Balaam. One of the things that would, one of, so we'll start with the characteristics of Balaam. Number one, they are for hire. They are for sale. The word of God is for sale. The prophetic word is for sale. You know, somebody will say, get up for me. God said, I should tell you. I'm telling you part one. God said, bring a seed of thousand. Then I can tell you part two. Why would God, why would God say that? If you hear that from anybody, it's not true. God didn't say it. Hunger is talking. Can I go there? God didn't say it. What did I say? If God wanted to speak, he would speak. He doesn't need your money before he speaks to you. The wisdom you should have is to be able to appreciate the grace after God has spoken. But God will never say that, tell him to give money before you prophesy. Then you are not, God hasn't called you. In fact, any prophet who accepts every offering and every seed is not from God. You can't be in the business of accepting everybody's offering and everybody's seed. So Elijah was there and Gehaz, uh, they brought him offerings, fine linen. What did he say? 
they rejected it and told him to take it away however the rejection of the offering didn't stop him from still healing the man because the grace is not for sale because the oil is not for sale he still dispensed of grace and brought healing to Naaman's life but still didn't take what Naaman brought are you with me now if it was the balance of this world I didn't know we're facing chance or the facing chance. Then we can now talk about people have suffered in the hands of Balaam to the extent that when you invite them, them to church, especially if you tell them, my, my, my pastor, he can even professor, ah, they don't want to come. Because they have had experiences in the hand. Listen, but hear me. Even if when whenever you see the presence of, of the fake, it must tell you the original is still available. Can I talk to somebody? Yeah, it must tell you the original is still available. So they are for sale. One, the first thing you will know is that they are for sale. Number two, everything is about them. The balance of this world, it is, it is, it is a self-centered spirit. That in the New Testament church, God's intention, God's plan, is not for there to be superstar men of God. What did your Bible say? Read it. It said, For we are a royal priesthood, a holy nation. Who and who are the nation? All of us. Who are the priesthood? All of us. And that is why he says he gave some apostles, some prophets, some pastors. For what? For, for building of the church into the same or similitude of the, of the structure of the Christ. That is the system he has set. So that all of us will grow and become like Christ. So in your office, you are like a pastor and a prophet in your office. In your family, it, the days where mothers used to be the prayer warriors of the family are over. I pray that a generation of men will rise up in this place where you will now become the voices in your family. You become the priests in your home. Somebody shout yes. yes. For many of us under the sound of my voice, it is our mothers who were the prayer warriors in our homes. Can I get a witness in this place? Our fathers, their dads, they're looking for money and their mothers were the ones praying all the time. But may that, may that system change in our time in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. So God's plan is that we, all of us together, are priests in this kingdom. So that a software, a system, a time is coming and it's now here. Where when you go to the office and somebody says, I am not well, you will lay your hands and they are healed. Because if we all come to that place now, who is the person that will tell you that I have the word, so I'm special? I'm a prophet, so I'm special. We have given people undue relevance in this country. And as a consequence of that, many of them are using that platform to abuse people, manipulate people, and lie to people. And the sad thing is that these are the, the, the people who are the faces of Christianity in this country. So when people look at them, they think this is all of us. But an army is rising in PVC. Oh, you didn't hear what I said. I said an army is rising in PVC. 
a time is coming in this country in your office when you say you attend pbc they will understand where you are coming from they will know the home you are coming from they will know that you have been taught and that in your belly the fire of the almighty is there that when there is a problem at home there's a problem in the office you needn't run and be looking for you yourself will rise up as the prophet and the priest that you are in the kingdom you will lay your hands and answer shall be released somebody shout yes, yes. No, um, Freddie has worked with me for so long. Every program we are there, everywhere we are there, every every ghetto we are there. And it got to a time there was a lady in who, who, who is a friend of his who was suffering from a certain condition, and he just said, Let's pray. I want to pray with you. Prayed with this person, and the person was healed. And the person called him and said, When did you become a prophet? He said, When did you become a prophet? When did you when did you also become a prophet? He was telling me and I told him, do you know why? There is no way you can be close to oil and have it not rub on you. Because whatever you come into contact with has the ability to begin to show even in your life. Those of you who know how to cook, when you deal, when you deal with oil, you will see it. Even after you are done, you see the oil in your hands because you have come into contact. There is proof that you have come in. Whenever you come into contact with God, there has to be proof one way or the other. Whenever you come into contact with God, there has to be an evidence that is left on you one way or the other. And I pray for you this morning. May there be an evidence in your life that indeed God is in your life. Somebody say, that is my story. So the balance of this world, they want to, it's about them. It's about them. Everything is about them. In fact, if you're if you an associate pastor of the Balaam, you're in trouble. One of my friends went to pray for, no, gave somebody a, a prophecy in, in the church he used to be in. And told them, God said, I am seeing that you're going to give birth to a male child. And a, a month after that, the woman actually gave birth to a male child. So the woman was giving testimony in the church. And the father of the house was there my friend too was there and the woman said god has done it for me and um, pastor so so and so told me months ago that i am um i was going to give birth to a male child and by god's grace god has done it when they finished and they went to the office the pastor told me this is your last warning the next time you give people prophecies in this church you will see how can they be mentioning your name as the one who gave the prophecy don't you know i'm the father of this house He was there one day in church like that and they called him. They said, come. God, the, the first pastor called him. He said, God said, um, today is your last day in this church. I shall anoint you to go and go, go out and start your own. Oh, they have sagged him. He He's gone. They've, they've, they've sagged him. Because he went to give promise. Me, the only time I'll come after you is if it's false. Because if you are lying, I know. What, what do you think? So I'll come after you. You can't be lying. Number one. Number two, you can't be, you can't be standing in the corners giving people prophecies. Did you hear what I said? But for the balance, everything is about them. I remember um, somebody uh, sent me a, a, a testimony. And he said, ah, this is what God has done. This, 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 this. It was so powerful. And even last year, um, um, during a certain program, Apostle Phil came here and gave me the word and it has come to pass. And, and I'm so happy. Immediately I called Apostle, I said, Apostle Phil, your prophecy has come to pass. The one you came to give, you know, they said it has come. I shared it with him. And we're excited. Because 
the rising of a sun is, the, is an indication that he has understood the tutelage of the father. I remember one day I went with him, Apostle Phil, to uh, one of my friends in ICGC to minister. I, di- I didn't even know I was going to go with him. He didn't know I was going to go with him. The pastor didn't know I was going to go with him. Just a few hours, I called him, you know what, I want us to go for this. It was an all night. I want us to go for this program. And then when I, f- I finished preaching, I started ministering. I ministered one, two people. I stopped and I said, also for God said, you have a word for people. Get up and, and minister to them. So he got up, picked a certain woman. And he told the woman, um, there's a battle in your family. There's something happening. Immediately, the woman knelt down and started crying. And then he gave the word and they went to say, when we finished, the pastor took me to the office. Hey! He said, you know, it was, a, it, was a, it was a Friday. He said, do you know the Sunday before, the woman came to me with the husband that they want to divorce. That there's, there's so much going on. And I told them to wait. You let's finish this program. Maybe God has a word and then we'll start talking about it. Now, if I had gone to give her that word, she would think the pastor has told me something. Do you understand? She would think that the pastor has, because they went to him to discuss and they know I'm the one coming to preach. My face is already on the billboard. So they would think he has told me something. But for somebody else to come and deliver the word, they were giving me our shock. I said, nah, this is, this is too deep. But when it comes to a balance, everything is about them and their family. Me, if I die now, PVC will move on. The one who brought PVC is dead. So me, if I die today, 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 there are Pastor Michaels of this house are there. The Pastor Ernest of this one. You too, you are there. Somebody say, me too, I'm here. What are you talking about? So the balance of this world are selfish and they're always looking for what is in it for them. What is in it for them? Number three. This is what Balaam did. He taught Balak how to get Israel to sin and disregard God. Now, when, when he was going to curse them, every time he made an attempt to curse Israel, he would just bless them. Because you see, you cannot curse who God has blessed. Who are you? You, you lack what it takes. Your breath is sponsored by God. So who are you to contend with him? when he has decided who he has blessed. It's one of the reasons why when Abraham, even when he lied that Sarah was the sister, immediately the, the, the Amalekites came, came and he wanted to come and take Sarah. God appeared to him and said, you better not touch that one. Why? Because God had a covenant with him that you are, I have blessed you and everything concerning you and your father have blessed you. So anybody who will rise up against Abraham, God himself is coming at you. Am I talking to somebody? It was one of, one of the reasons why when God decided I have blessed Israel, there was no way Balaam could have cursed them. If you have this understanding, you know nobody can curse you because you are blessed of God. Look at somebody's face and say, don't you know you are blessed already? You see, your problem is that you think blessing is equal to CDs. So the more CDs I have, the more blessed I have. That's your problem. So when somebody says, I have one million cities, you think he has one million blessings. But in the realm of God, blessings is not equal to money. Money may be 
as a consequence of a blessing. But the presence of money also is not a sign that you are blessed. In fact, if the enemy wants to destroy a man, the enemy can also give the man money. Mm, didn't like what I said. Didn't like what I said. If the devil wants to destroy a man, he cannot. So money is an instrument to be used wherever and however God desires. It's not, it is not an indication. But I pray for you, in spite of that, may God bless you with money. Your amen is not loud at all. Yeah. It, 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 because if you have it, it solves problems. What do you think? It solves problems. And can you need? Whatever you need, and may God give it to you. <laughs> Look at somebody says that you will receive it. You will receive it. You will receive it. Yeah, 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 yeah. But in this kingdom, money is just a means to an end. Balaam was teaching Balak because he couldn't curse them. Now his strategy was: you see, these people are blessed by God. What I can do is to let them lose that blessing from God so that now I can enter. So I need to teach you how to stop them, how to cause them to lose that covering from God by causing them to disregard God, causing them to sin against God. And that is what the balance of this world do. They become too familiar with God, the ways of God and the presence of God. That they begin to raise a people who don't fear God. That's disregard God. Somebody came to me. I mean, let me share some of my things. Some um a friend said, sugar daddy home. I know they are can somebody define it for me? A friend said, You all understand what I'm talking about. Somebody like that came her way and said, I will give you money. I will give you this. I will give you that. Sponsor you. And then he went to tell the pastor that oh, this is what the person came and you know, she's not interested in these things. The pastor said, hey, where's me, Baba? Hey. And she too, she went. Balaam is teaching her the systems. Do you know that there are people when you go and preach for them, they will put women in your hotel room to take care of you. You know, after you have finished preaching. the balance of this world. You are shocked. I see the shock on your face. You are shocked then. <laughs> there are people in, in this world, in this country, the balance of this world. Imagine you are a church worker for such a balance and you see all the, these things. Would you fear God? You Would you fear God? Because you'll be numb to sin and you'll be desensitized from fearing God genuinely and loving God genuinely I'm telling you some mysteries and real life things today so that you understand that 
apart from everything you need to grow your spiritual life amen that's why when i travel i don't take long three days i'm back four days i'm back the longest i went south africa i was supposed to spend one month there after one week i was back home even my wife was surprised that I have come home. The systems. One of my very good friends, he came to me. He said, I want to submit to you as a father. I want you to be my father. And I told him, I can't be your father. I'll be your friend. Whatever you need me to teach you, I'll teach you. Whatever guidance and mentorship I'll give, but I won't be your father. I'll be your friend. But he's in his eyes, I'm still his father. But in my eyes, he's my friend. Are you with me now? Because God hadn't told me that he's a son. I can't accept somebody as a son. God hasn't sent me to. And he said, General of Asia of a church. He too, his father died and passed away. And he became General of Asia. So I told him, I'll teach you, I'll help you. But you're not my son. This person came to have a conversation. He said, you know what? Um, I have a few friends and they are into these things. And I told him, if you don't leave that group, no matter how strong and powerful you think you are, give yourselves one year. Give yourself one year, you won't survive. Because whatever place, atmosphere you are in, you will eventually become like the atmosphere you are in. There's a reason why when most Ghanaians look like Ghanaians, most Kenyans look like Kenyans. You can see a Nigerian and know this one is Nigerian. She hasn't opened her mouth. She hasn't spoken, but you can tell. How did you do? There's an aura, there's a presence, there's an atmosphere around everybody depending on where you are coming from or where you have stayed for long. That is why many of you have to start auditing the friends you have. Begin to ask yourself whether these ones are, are balanced or they are the right people. Some of you, almost cover normal the stories, you're happy. Give yourself a few months. Oh, now this story is never. Look at somebody's face and say, Run away from the balance of this world. Oh, come on, shout and say, Run away from the balance of this world. Second Peter 2.15 and Revelation 2.14. Second Peter 2.15. Second Peter um, 2.15 Revelation 2.14 first. Revelation 2.14 But I have a few things against thee okay. because thou hast there them that hold the doctrine of Balaam. The doctrine who, of who? Balaam. I can't hear you. The doctrine of who? Balaam. Of Balaam. Do Balaam has a doctrine. What is the doctrine of Balaam? Who taught Balak to cast a stumbling block before the children of Israel? Yes. To eat things sacrificed unto idols mm -hmm. and to commit fornication. So he taught. He taught him. If you want to destroy these people, this is how you destroy them. He was the one who taught Balak how to cause Israel to stumble and to mm. fall. Anybody teaching you anything that is outside the will of God. May God give us the grace 
to stay far away from these people in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now from Balaam's life, I want to just share with you two lessons from his character, the whole story, two lessons. Number one, God can use anything and anyone. See, if God uses a donkey, God can use anything and anyone. Isn't it, isn't it ironic that where the donkey could see, the prophet couldn't see? The guy who has the title, the guy they have come to see, where the donkey could perceive, he couldn't see. To the extent that God had to open the mouth of the donkey to begin to speak. And then his eye, why? Because although he was a prophet, he was a prophet on the platform of the grace of God. So the Bible says, when God now opened his eyes, then he began to see. Do you know that when, when, when God leaves men, there are times they won't let you know that God has left them. Let me give you an example. When Moses, the Bible says he had an encounter with the presence of God and the glory of God was upon him. It was, it was literally shining bright. And you could see it on his face. The radiance of the glory was there. When it started fading, do you know what Moses did? Moses put a veil on his face so that the people of Israel would not see that the thing is going. So they would think that the glory is still there. He covered, and that's what many Balaams have done. The glory of God left a long time ago, but they have put a veil. So you can't see, you can't tell, because you now are not spiritual. When the eyes stop seeing, people start fabricating things. Start making up things. I preached a message sometime last year. I said, when God is silent. I don't know if you remember that message. If you haven't heard it, please listen. I hope it's on podcast. When God is silent. Because as a child of God, you need to understand that there are seasons God will be quiet. Look at the gap between Malachi and Matthew. What was happening? Do you know? We know it was historically there were issues with the Maccabees, but God's hand, God's workings, God's voice was not heard. The Bible says in the days of Eli, the voice of the Lord was rare. There are seasons where God is silent. There are seasons. There are seasons. So those of you who will not find God for yourself, who are jumping from place to place, every day, you somewhere somewhere else monday is this one tuesday is that one wednesday by the time you are done you have 14 people who have told you 14 contradictory things what are you going to do with your life i remember we took a friend of mine we're telling him about somebody i said no this guy watch him well watch him well uh, you need to be able to advise yourself you know from this self-styled prophet and said, oh is that so is that the case? I didn't know. Now that I have told me, aha, it's making sense. You know, some of the prophecies he was even giving me, they were lies. But how do I tell him it's not true in front of people? Can I get a witness? No, you know it's not true. But you can't, you, you don't want to disgrace him. Like you don't want to yawa the pastor. So mm, it's true. Mm, it's true. Me, I've taught you. If what I'm saying is not true, what do you say? Say it's not true. I'll help you to find the truth. I'll help you to find the truth. I, I, was, I was ministering to somebody sometime here. 
I mentioned a certain name. I described the person. The person said, first, the person said it's not true. That's not the name. I said, if it's not true, tell me it's not true. Let me help your issue. But one of us has to be lying. And I tell you, it's not me. <laughs> when I went deeper, I said, ah, I've now remembered. That is the name we call the person. We call, that's the name they call the person. I said, it has to be. It has to be. But see, they will tell you this. They say, so I'm now, my this man is a fan to you. Then you say, oh, on Kaiser, go and ask, who am I going to ask now? You say, get her for me. In 1844, 1844, everybody who was alive in 1844 is dead. How do we know? How can we, like, how can we know? This one, how we know? But you can't say yeah, you can't say prophet is lying. So Balaam, not the Jebosa, in the name of God. <coughs> One of my daughters, I was ministering some years ago. I said, get her for me. I mentioned a certain name. It was heavyweight, nothing name. When I mentioned, she said, there's nobody in her family called that name. How many of you remember? It was Vanessa. I said, there's nobody. How many of you remember that one? They said, there's nobody in your family. See, it is only in, in Grace Temple people, people have the audacity to tell me it's not true. Because I've taught them, if it's not true, and you say it's not true, you won't die. And I said, okay, call your father. Put, put it on loudspeaker. Ask your father, who is this person? When he called the father, what did, what did the father say? He said, that is the grandfather's name. That is the grandfather's name. She was sitting in church. She doesn't know the grandfather's name. She doesn't know the grandfather's name. But the father said, that is the grandfather's name. Hey, how did you know? Obi See, I'm saying all these things. We are laughing, we are smiling. But I want you to learn something this morning. Don't live here and let anybody dribble you. You see, yeah, yeah, the, the, the one thing that has started, you go to the mall and other places, you look at your dressing and they will just have a word for you. You too, cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo. yes, your ears. You want to, you, you always you want something to hear. They said there's an auntie who wants to kill you. See, everybody's house, there's an auntie who doesn't like you. Everybody's house. Everybody's house. There's an auntie we all suspect. Oh, am I lying? All of us, there's an auntie we suspect. So if you tell me there's an auntie in my house, like we all have auntie. Go, you have to be more specific than that. I remember years ago, somebody came here, was ministering. He said, I've got you into your family. He said, a dark woman, she's called Ama. What do you mean by Ama? Like, the, the chances that there will be, a, for those who don't know what Ama is, Ama, anybody born on Saturday in the Akan tribe is called Ama. So the chances that there will definitely be a Saturday born in the home is high. So if you tell me Amma, which one, what is Amma now? I remember I, I called your sister some time ago. I was ministering. I said, I'm seeing a number. I mentioned the number. So whose number is that? I said, my dead mother's number. How do you know a dead person's number? How do you know? One thing I told God when I when he called me, 
My, I, when, I, when he called me, we had a meeting. Somebody said, meeting. I told him, he said, you see, God, me and I don't, I was trained in Church of Pentecost. We don't do prophets. We don't do, I want to teach the word. Teach. To open up the pages of scripture. Then when I'm done, people are happy. And God said, I called you, you didn't call me. You do what I want, that's okay. If you want me to prophesy, you have to be, it has to be without doubt. You see, it has to be in a way that nobody can doubt that this is God. Other me I'll do. You have to do it in a way that there can be no argument. That this one, it is God. So when he was starting with me in level 200, level 300 or four, I don't, I don't even remember. I was in my room, level 400 then. I was in my room and I was going for, I was going out and I heard the voice. When you step out, you would find the taxi you are going to sit in. These are the colors of the taxi. These are the number of people sitting in it. This is where you will sit. I said, this one is my mind. Step out, the taxi came, everything. And I sat there. When I came back, I said, if it is you, tomorrow, do the same thing. <laughs> if it is you, you have, you have to do, you have to do it again. Oh. Now God added the car number. This is where you said this is the color. When I saw the car number, I do it. So the thing, it's a confirmation. God has done it. So one of the first people I ministered to was my, in my room. I had a Jehovah Witness person in my room. And God gave me a word for him. And I waited. When all my roommates were around, I said, get up, I have a word for you. Because you see, they were always having arguments with him. My roommates, I never delved into those things. They were, would be arguing, and you this, and you that. Why would you believe these things? And da, 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 da. And every time you have a, a counter argument, and they'll be going back, I'll just be watching them. So the day God gave me away, I said, get up for me. You did some work for somebody. The person didn't pay. But I'm seeing the person has come and is giving you a brown envelope. When you open the envelope, it will have the money the person owes you. And I told him this. When I he was laughing, I said, my guy, prophets, if you put in all these things. But I knew what I had, I knew that I had, God has shown me something. Taxi issues. So it, can, it has to be God. Two weeks. I think we went to pray at Miracle Center. When I came back to, to the room, my roommates had gathered. We, had a, we have a table in the middle of the room. A powerful annex. They put brown envelopes on the middle. I said, I, 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 I want to talk to you. I said, yes. The last time you said something, today, right now, that somebody has bought envelope. This is the envelope. The money is in it. So and then, this, this roommate will say, they need to tell me something. What, what is God saying? What, what is God saying? One of my roommates had a car. So from that day, every program I have, he's the one who drives me. Now prophets will drive me. Everywhere I go. I remember we'll be going to Dunamis and he, would, he was driving a, a, the old, old model, Toyota Camry or something. He would drive me there. We minister, we come, we drive me back to campus. Say, yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> Hallelujah. There was a time the mother had an issue. 
the mother called me and I told him, you know what? At that time, I was still in school. And I was still figuring out my way. And I knew the mother had money. And I said, I, have a, I, I know somebody. I want to connect you to the person so that he can help you. This person I wanted to connect, I connect, I, in fact, I connected this family to, is only interested in people who have money. So if you don't constantly lubricate their relationship with money, they will not mind you. Over time, I realized that they had left that place and they had gone somewhere. And I told myself, if I had known, I should have just preserved them for PVC. Like, what do you think? But these are the balance of this world. People have come many times to see me and when they are told you can just go and see him, they don't believe that you can just go and see him. I didn't die to save your sins. The one who died, left his throne, came to walk on earth to die for you. He left and has left grace for us to use and keep, keep his people for his second coming. Even he, he will be walking about so people will be touching him. Who am I that people can't touch me anymore? Who are you? We will all die. When you and I, we all die. Six feet, we all go. They will come and carve our, our bones 20 years from today. Some dog will pick your femur or pick your part of your body and be chewing, running. Calm down. Calm down. People are so anointed that they can't even talk to people. Hey! Now, anointing, I mean, they might also fire them. Also fire them. The someone said the balance of this world. I, I, I hope I've opened your eyes to see some things this morning. Yeah. I need to tell you. I, I need to tell you the truth. God can use anything and anyone. That's one of the reasons why I know that God can raise anybody. Listen, the God that opened the mouth of the donkey also used locusts in Egypt. He also used worms against Herod Agrippa. He said, if you don't worship me, I'll raise stones. He, he has used, he used a staff to uh, turn the staff into a serpent. What can't he do that people become so prideful because of small anointing? Bible says concerning Paul, Sophu, the handkerchiefs and Peter and Co. Handkerchiefs were performing, aprons were performing miracles. But they were still eating with the people, running around doing, you, your eyes haven't seen cockroach before. But they put Papa Titan on your head. Yeah. You are not realizing that apart from the baldness that is happening, nothing else is happening in your life. Hey. And unfortunately, people will be looking for the balance of the, today. Fathers, they will be looking for balance. They don't look for their own fathers. I'm not saying don't go and look for your pastor, but look for your father first. The one who gave birth to you. You haven't spoken to him the whole year. Today too, you don't speak to him. You have, you have done status. Does he have, a, have you bought him an iPhone? How is he? In fact, many people put their fathers or their mothers on their status for their own self-aggrandizement. So their friends will also know that they to their fathers. It's not because they intend to celebrate their father. Look at someone and say, go and look for your father. Look at the next one go and look for your father. If, if, if you have the privilege of having your father or your mother alive, celebrate them all. One day you become like me, fatherless. So if you have the opportunity, don't take them for granted. After they are gone, you will see. After they are gone. 
all you hear is ramblings of their voices you will never see the person ever again if you have the opportunity now take full advantage of it don't come and cry some of your mothers must get up on their funeral day and slap you don't come and shed any fake tears like no we know we know you didn't care about us when you were alive don't come and up so if you call some of them after church amen hallelujah yeah there are balance who will make sure that they are they are everything to you before you eat they must confirm the food before you dress they must confirm the, the, the attire before you you everything you must receive confirmation for are you okay if that is how god wanted us to behave god would have not given any man a brain he would have stopped you from thinking the day you gave your life to christ but he wants you to think and have a brain and be able to take intelligent decisions for yourself there are a few occasions you will need to be prompted in the right direction why not i remember i told somebody they wanted to do a certain uh, take a certain decision i said no god said this is not how it's going to be Where's Bachiado? Remember, I said that's not how God said it must be. God said this is the way. Follow the way. And then you follow the way and the testimony to the way has come. You understand? There are a few times God will nudge you in the right direction and show you exactly the path you must take. But you can't, you can't um, relinquish your thought process and the fullness of your decision-making process in life in the hands of a balance. They are not careful. You marry who God has not asked you to marry. Because, because Papa said you must marry the best. Papa said. A friend of mine wanted to go and marry this. Uh, it's a pastor too. Wanted to marry this lady. Started, you know. And then the lady was, was interested. They were talking, 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 talking. The day the lady went to tell the Papa, Bishop, this, is, this man says, he said, no, 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 no. I have my son here for you. He's the one you must marry. They have collapsed my friend's relationship. Papa has collapsed the relationship like that. Hey, Papa. Papa, calm down. Somebody say, Papa, calm down. <laughs> As I'm talking to you, he's, he's happily married. I mean, you see, hi. You say, my friend, he has gone to our Epa. Yesterday, he was telling me some things about what the father-in-law has done is hey so for yeah they were closing the door somewhere they didn't know god was pushing him to another place are you with me now yeah as i end look for god for yourself pray yourself look pray yourself all these people who look they are not bad though don't misunderstand the example i'm about to give they are all they are all good but you see people um um, early morning NSPPD after that prayer war after that half hour after that I'm up and down so do you have time to look for God for yourself 24-7 every prayer chain you are there hey yeah yeah calm down find one or two you are praying with them they are helping you but outside that you are looking for God for yourself have your own set prayer time. Like I said, don't miss that. They are all powerful platforms that God is raising to raise many mighty people. But you can't, you can't, um, six to seven, you are here. Seven to eight, you are here. Eight to nine, you are here. Nine to, so what, what are you doing with your life? They be our hobby. They know. 
somebody is offended because he thinks I came for them. I told you before I began the message that I will offend some people, but you take it like that. After, after I have joined all of them, you must have your own personal time with God. Learn to have your own personal time. That is why we have started with the daily capsules of scripture every day to help you. You must have something. How many of you have been receiving it? You have never received it before. Let me see your hand up. You have never received it. Please look for those who have never received and send it to them. Where are the group leaders? Don't you, don't you put it in your group? Did you, you put it in your group? What group are you in? Who is the yellow leader? You don't put it in yellow group, eh? She's busy. She's busy. Hallelujah. Can we pray this morning? Please rise to your feet. Go to gym. Can we pray this morning? We want to pray that God will help us. God, in, in this end times, God will help us. Lift up your right hand, begin to pray. Ask God, help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Help me, oh God. Shala bragadoza, lava hatas. shala katas. Help us, oh God. Help us, oh God. Thank you for listening to the Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. For more of these messages, please subscribe to his podcast and SoundCloud. It's Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr. To interact with him, like his page on Facebook, follow him on Twitter at Apostle Josiah Aubin Jr.